Welcome back to Let's Talk About It with Sons and Daughters. I am your host, Julie Bevere. Today is day eight of our 40-day I Am Transformed series. If you haven't already, pick up a copy of the I Am Transformed devotional. It is a great thing to be going through a physical copy while you listen to the audio. There's tons of additional things in there. It is worth getting, guys. Get one for yourself and maybe a couple friends who are going through it with you. Here we go. Day eight. Day eight. God is merciful, so I am forgiving. The fine art of forgiveness. Do you have a friend who is a chronic apologizer? They apologize for everything, whether it's their fault or not. If they are quiet, they are sorry for being so withdrawn. If they talk, they are sorry for being so obnoxious. If they ask questions, they are sorry for being so intrusive. If they talk about themselves, they are sorry for being so self-centered. When you tell them they don't need to apologize so much, they tell you they are sorry for that, too. And when you point out the irony of that cliché, they are sorry for being sorry for being so sorry all the time. Still, that's preferable to the kind of person who never apologizes for anything, right? Saying sorry too often is a bad habit. Never saying sorry at all is bad character. We all make mistakes. And most of us learn the value of owning up to those mistakes and moving on a long time ago. That's not fun, though. It's humbling. That is exactly why it's so important. Humility is good for the soul, not to mention our relationships. There's something else we should do nearly as often as we apologize. Forgive. Just like saying sorry, granting forgiveness is a necessary part of human existence. Why? because we tend to let each other down on a regular basis. Chronic forgivers don't really exist, though, and for good reason. If you walked around saying, I forgive you, all the time, you'd come across a bit passive-aggressive. In one sense, apologizing and forgiving are two sides of the same coin. We have been forgiven, so we forgive. We have received mercy, so we show mercy. The opposite is also true. Granting forgiveness and showing mercy make it easier for us to receive forgiveness and mercy. In his letter to the Colossian church, Paul put it this way, Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive one another. If any of you has a grievance against someone, Forgive as the Lord forgave you. Chapter 3, verses 12 and 13. Giving and receiving forgiveness are based on the same thing, mercy. Mercy means not receiving or doling out consequences that are deserved. It's an act of generosity, of compassion, of love. God's mercy is legendary in the Bible. It's one of his defining characteristics. The prophet Jeremiah wrote, Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed, for his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Lamentations chapter 3, verses 22 and 23. And Paul said something similar in Ephesians. Because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ, 
even when we were dead in transgressions. It is by grace that you have been saved. Chapter 2, verses 4 and 5. Throughout the Bible, we see that God is passionate about extending mercy to finite, fallible human beings. As humans, we both give and receive mercy, forgiveness, and grace. But God only gives these things away. He doesn't need to receive them because He never makes mistakes. Despite that, God doesn't hold back when it comes to showing us the mercy we need. Think about it. If anyone could be stingy with their forgiveness, it's God. But he doesn't think or act like that. It's in his nature to be merciful, and he delights in granting us the grace and forgiveness we need. Because God is so merciful to us, we can be generous with our mercy as well. We can be people who are quick to forgive, even when those we are forgiving are not exactly models of perfection. God sets the example for us by forgiving us when we don't deserve it. Forgiveness doesn't mean allowing people to continue harming you or others. It doesn't mean pretending that harm never happened or excusing the actions of someone who failed you either. You might need to set boundaries or remove yourself from a situation, and that's okay. But give these dynamics to God. Do not allow unforgiveness to make the hard decisions for you. Who in your life needs forgiveness? Who needs mercy? And on the flip side, where do you need forgiveness and mercy? Make a conscious effort to incorporate mercy into everything you do today. For further thought, read Matthew chapter 5, verses 43 through 45, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 32, and Colossians chapter 3, verse 13. Whatever part stood out from that episode, I want you to sit and think about why, specifically, why that would resonate with you here, now, today, and believe that God's going to meet you there. We have the full version of the audiobook available wherever you get your audiobooks from, and it comes with a lot of different prompts to encourage you and support you on this transformative journey. The best way to do that is having the physical book coupled alongside the audiobook. If you really want to dive deep, friends, what you put into this is what you will get out of it. So please continue on this journey with us. We believe that this is transformative. We believe for transformation for you, for your life, and for the world around you. If you're new to the podcast, please subscribe. And everybody, join us tomorrow as we continue the 40-day I Am Transformed series. Thank you.